Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. You're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Inspiration Rising. Dave Trotter here. Oh my goodness, I have been uh, walking through some unique weeks this last month or two, just processing lots of different things in my life and business, and uh, my guess is you're hearing that as I share that with you through the Solarize experience. Every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific time, I jump on for about a half hour. We have a little Soul Arise type experience. It's a time for you to be refreshed. And frankly, for me to get honest about stuff that's going on in my life, and hopefully you will take away some nuggets of wisdom. I've been sharing the audio from that experience on the podcast here each week, and that's what one of, that's what this episode is all about. So um, I I am sharing with you today some of my learning, some of my takeaways from my recent trip to Kentucky and New York. Last week I shared with you how to be thankful, how I'm trying to be thankful in the midst of disappointment. And then now that I'm back processing, okay, what does it mean to take away some of these learnings that I had on this trip? And that's what I'm unpacking with you on this episode. And I believe that you will get something out of it in the process. That's always the desire, of course. Hey, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, feel free to just share it with a friend. Just pull out your phone, show them the, you know, the the graphic on the front for the podcast. Hey, follow follow what Dave's doing here on Inspiration Rising. I think you'll enjoy it. You can tell him to also listen on our website, insporising.com slash podcast. And of course, you can always just shoot me an email. Tell me what you're learning from the podcast. David at insporising.com is my email address, David, D-A-V-I-D, at insporising.com. Yes, you can reach me directly, and I'll email you back, of course. All right, hey, let's jump into last Sunday's time uh, of, of Soul Arise. Yeah, that's what it's called, Soul Arise. Let's jump in. Last week um, on uh, Soul Arise, I talked about how I had a lot of unmet expectations and disappointments on my trip, and how I was trying to choosing to be thankful or grateful in the midst of those disappointments. And that allowed me not only to resolve what was, right, but to have peace in what is, and then to have hope for what the possibilities are in the future. Remember we talked about that? When we are grateful for what was, we have resolution. When we have great, when we're grateful for what is, we have peace. And we're, when we're grateful for what will be, um, we have hope for those possibilities. Okay, so that that 
kind of covers the expanse of time. Now, um, I will tell you, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm kind of just sharing some personal learnings here, and my hope is that you'll be able to glean from those um, along the way. Um, as I got back from that trip, uh, I started, well, actually not as I got back, I got on the plane from uh, New York a day early to come back, and I'm thinking to myself, what, what was the point of this trip? What was this, you know, what was this all about? Why, why did I spend a couple thousand dollars going to Kentucky and spending a couple days and showing up? There's no house, no, no childhood home. If you, you know, I'm sure you probably heard me last week. There was no childhood home that I went to go see. Um, I went to go visit a friend in New York. She wasn't available. She was sick. Her family was sick. What was the point of this trip? Right. And so I'm on the plane and I'm just processing some things. I'm trying to breathe through my mask, right? Just, you know, secretly. I'm just a little trying to catch some air. Um, and I'm thinking back to all the things that I was capturing in my journal in Kentucky. All the memories as I sat in front of my elementary school. Um, as I tell you every Sunday, the story's going somewhere. <laughs> um, and so I was capturing these memories um, of sitting out, uh, as I was sitting outside of my elementary school and I was thinking about playing basketball on the playground and the hilarious conversations that I would have with friends there. I, I would think about playing kickball. I thought about getting made fun of because I parted my hair in the middle and I used to, you know, put it back on the sides like this. Um, I remember getting made fun of for these tennis shoes. We had these tennis shoes, um, you know, in, in elementary school, any tennis shoe that was not like a brand name, which back then the brand name would have pretty much just been Converse, Nike, maybe, I don't even know if Adidas, I guess. Um, I had these zips from Payless and I was running on the blacktop and slipped because the, 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 the um, the the tread on the bottom was so hard it wasn't like it was just like plastic it was just like Phew! and they're like they we called them buddies like why are you wearing those buddies and so anyway I remember those stories um, but you know the the most fun thing out of everything in elementary school take a guess take a guess okay we have a delay on this it's gonna matter it's not gonna matter if you take a guess anyway because it'll be so delayed uh, the most fun thing about elementary school at T.C. Cherry Elementary School in Bowling Green, Kentucky was playing kickball on the asphalt with that big red rubber ball, right? That red rubber ball. Oh, this, I mean, you, can you feel it right now? Just right now in front of you, just put your hands out in front of you and just envision that red rubber ball. You remember what it felt like? You remember that? I mean, just that feeling of that pushing it in and feeling the resistance of that red rubber ball. Do you remember the, the texture of it? It had these little lines that were all over it and you could just feel the texture of it. And then I got, I like to smell everything as a weird trait, but like, I just, just, ah, uh, that red rubber ball. I love that red rubber ball. And I started sitting there, out, I was sitting there in my car, um, this very fancy rental car, I will tell you, that I'm like, you know, like this inside of, um, outside of my playground. The, the asphalt that I used to play on is gone. All right, that whole elementary school was just gone and they tore it 
down. They built a new one. It's better, right? The pool that was there is gone. It's just a grass lot, whatever. But I'm in my mind's eye, in my mind's eye, I'm on that asphalt and I'm out there with Jason Frakes and Mike Morris and Samantha Sutherland, who, by the way, is creepy. I can still remember her phone number, 7822538. I do not know why. It's the only phone number I remember. Maybe I might've had a mild crush on her in fifth grade. Um, so, right, uh, oh, out there, I see my teacher. I see, okay, I'm, we're, the ball's rolling toward me. Just run, 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 kick. Ah, oh, the feeling of this, that kick. And the, the moment, the moment your foot hits that ball, what is that moment like? You remember that moment. Tell me in the, in the, in the comments, what is that moment like when your foot hits the ball? The ball compresses, your foot keeps going forward, and it flies through the air. And in your best moments, in your best moments, the ball is just flying, and you're so excited, right? It's just like, that's the moment. That is the moment that I love. Don't you love that moment? That moment where you, you, you're you having this anticipation, you're in the middle of like this sense of community of this action, and you're, you you kick the ball. Now, some of us maybe didn't do so well kicking the ball. The ball went, right? But I hope that you still get that flavor of the this red rubber ball was this symbol as a kid of play. And as you guys have said, of freedom, of ecstasy, of excitement. And as I'm on the plane... I'm thinking to myself, you know, what I want more of in my life and creates this sense of more thankfulness and gratitude is play. Yeah, it's actually play. I had somebody tell me the other day, because I'm so responsible, like I'm just, you know, do all the things, all the right things. And she told me, David, it is your responsibility to play. It's your responsibility to play. She met, she tricked me, right? She's like, I've got a responsibility for you. I've got a job for you to do. I'm like, great, I'm on it. What's my job? What should I do? I'm gonna do a great job for you. And she's like, you need to play. You just need to have fun. You just need whatever. So as I'm on the plane, I started thinking, is there a possibility, smile, Jackie says smile. I should probably smile more. Um, is there a possibility that I could actually envision and you and you could actually envision your life as a game? Not as a game that is um, without responsibility, right? Because we know we all have responsibilities. We're all adults here. We got bills to pay. We got people to take care of. We got little kids running around. We got to, you know, make sure they're good. But is there a possibility that we could see, that I could see my life through the lens of a game? Okay, so so how would that make a difference? Well, when I when I go to play a game, which by the way, one of my favorite games playing up, if it wasn't on the playground playing um, kickball, was the game of life. Isn't that crazy that one of my favorite games is the game of life? I don't think, I wonder if I have it. I don't think we do. Run the cube, apples, apples. Sorry, no, we don't want to play that game. I can't find life. I don't have it. Um, but you remember the game of life, 
right? Where as Kristen, my friend, mentioned, she said, you you get in the car and you got to fill it up with kids because I think the more kids you have, the more money you make or something. I think that's part of the business of like the IRS or something. But anyway, the whole point is you spin the wheel, you go around life. I love that game. But the whole point, what was the point? Was the point to win? Yes, but it was to have fun. Like there was a sense of play. There was a sense of enjoyment. There was a sense of like, oh, I wonder what could, what could happen. Whereas I feel like when I have moved into, and maybe you have moved into the realm of adulting, then things feel like pressure. Like I've got to meet up to the a certain expectation, or I've got to make this person happy, or I've got to reach this goal that I've got. Yes, goals are great. I love goals. But um, I'm wondering if we could actually use thankfulness as a portal to play. Get, get crazy here now. Thankfulness as a portal to play, like the inroads. So if I become thankful for my life, thankful for my body, thankful for, oh, now that's interesting. If I'm thankful for my body, then I can go, oh, let's see how I could move my body that would be different than I could move my body now. Or see if I, I could transform my body in some way or just enjoy my body. The thankfulness actually becomes like this portal to having more of a sense of play and wonder and enjoyment. Okay, so then what if I could be thankful for uh, my my work, my clients, right? And the people that I serve. And then all of a sudden, rather than thinking, th feeling like things feel like pressure, it actually becomes this portal to, oh, I'm thankful for these individuals. I'm thankful for this opportunity. I'm thankful for technology and how I can connect with people. I'm thankful for this moment. And now all of a sudden it just becomes playfulness. Like, oh, what, what could I create? What could, how could I help somebody? But when the more I feel that sense of pressure, um, anxiety, stress, performance, the more that's going to restrict me and move me into more of the grinding out of every day, the grinding of relationships, the grinding of my body, the grinding of my mind. But if the more I can be in a place of thankfulness and gratefulness for little things, it actually becomes this portal into playfulness. Now, when I, um, when you heard the bell ring at recess as a kid, right? Ring, ring, ring. What did you have? You didn't go, oh man, oh, we got to go out on the playground. Now, if you were being bullied, I understand maybe that was the case. But for most people, you're going, yes, oh, I'm so excited. You were thankful, right? You were so thankful when that bell rang because you got to go and have this, fur, what was it? Freedom. You don't have to sit in a seat. You have to learn these things. No, you had this freedom to go just explore and be creative and climb and use your body and your mind and be in community and relationships with other people. That bell initiated a sense of thankfulness and then it opened the doors to this playfulness in your life. What do you think about that? Isn't that crazy? Thankfulness is actually a portal to playfulness. Now, if you don't value playfulness and you don't see the value of that, well, then you're, hey, don't worry about being thankful. <laughs> but I am starting to go, 
Because when I'm playful, and it's not, I can even be playful in work, playful in the way that I'm engaging with someone, playful in the way that I'm um, taking care of administrative responsibilities, right? There's that sense of wonder, that sense that I'm connected to something bigger than myself, that sense that I'm serving this person, that I'm serving humanity, that that creates a sense of playfulness in me, and it and it feels really good. So um, I came across this book many years ago that just embodies the spirit of this concept, and it's by a guy named Kevin Carroll, and it's called Rules of the Red Rubber Ball. Yeah, and it's this little bitty book, and um, I don't own a copy anymore. I was searching for a copy, and I can't find this stinking book, And uh, but I pulled it up on the internet because the internet always has things in secret places that you can find, and I remember this um, I guess it's a quote at the beginning of the book, and I highly recommend you get this book, Rules of the Ball. You can literally read it in like 15 minutes, and it's beautiful artwork. It's just absolutely beautiful. And um, But I'm going to read this quote in the beginning that Kevin um, uh, uses by a guy named James, James Mishner. I might just be botching that. But this is the quote. It says, The master in the art of living makes little distinction between his work and his play. Male pronouns here. Okay, can you forgive me? I'm going to say there. There we go. I am. I am just so progressive. I'm just so inclusive. Um, it's just in me now. The master in the art of living makes little distinction between their work and their play, their labor and their leisure, their mind and their body, their information and recreation, their love and religion. They hardly know which is which. They simply pursue their vision of excellence at whatever they do, leaving others to decide whether they are working or playing. To them, they're always doing both. <sighs> when I first read that quote, and when I read it today to you, I just feel like this, just this, huh, right? Just this sense of relief, this sense of like enjoyment, the sense of awe, the sense of wonder, the sense of it being in the flow. I'm going to read it to you again, okay? And I want you to see which one of these little phrases or words stands out to you the most, all right? He says, the master, and I just so you know, it's he throughout the whole thing. I'm just changing it to there because, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, just gonna say, I'm going to say she. There you go, because I think everybody who's on here is a woman, which is great. So the master in the art of living makes little distinction between her work and her play, her labor and her leisure, her mind and her body, her information and her recreation, her love and her religion. She hardly knows which is which. She simply pursues her vision of excellence at whatever she does, leaving others to decide whether she is working or playing. To her, she's always doing both. Now, because so many of you own your own businesses, your leaders, your 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 entrepreneurs, right? The sense of work is at the forefront of so much of what we think about. And yet it can become so overwhelming that we end up losing um, our souls in the process. 
Our souls need to be refreshed and arise. And so what I'm suggesting through this four-week series is that thankfulness or gratefulness is the pathway, one of the power, most powerful pathways to causing your soul to be refreshed and arise. And, and that I'm processing all the things I'm learning in life, that thankfulness is a pathway to playfulness. That as I'm thankful, the bell rings. Oh, yes! Right? When does the bell ring? Every day. When does the bell ring? It's when your alarm goes off. It's when your alarm goes off. That is the bell for recess. Yes! Every day you wake up for recess. You wake up. I don't know. I don't even I don't even use an alarm. I just wake up. But that's boom. The bell goes off. You are now heading out to recess from the moment you wake up. I'm thankful for this life. I'm thankful for my body. I'm thankful for my family and friends. I'm thankful for this home. I'm thankful for my car. I'm thankful for the opportunities. I'm thankful for my fingers and toes. I'm thankful for technology. I'm thankful for the air that I breathe, the water that I consume. I'm thankful for the food that I have. I'm thankful for the people in my life. And that that would be a portal into having a more playful approach to all that we do so that it's not without responsibility, but that it has a sense of refreshment and freedom. It has that feeling of holding that, do it again, will you do it again with me? Just hold it right in front of you, that red rubber ball. Just close your eyes, just close your eyes with me. I just wanna end with you holding that red rubber ball between your hands and feeling the resistance, the air that's in the middle of it. You can feel the, 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 the texture on the outside of the ball. You can just put your, put your nose right up to it and just take a big deep breath in. Oh, you smell that red rubber ball, yes. Maybe take it now in between your hands and just, just bounce it on the ground, just go. Did you hear it? Did you hear the ta-ting, ting, ting? That, that interesting sound when it just hits the asphalt. Ting, ting. And you feel it between your hands. I want you to go ahead right now, just even right now, and I want you to just, just drop it right in front of you. And as it drops, it's just gonna keep getting lower and lower right with each bounce. And right when it gets to the perfect height, I want you to just rear back and kick it. Can you see it? Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, yes. Where did, how far did yours go? Did you just go way out there? Uh, I hope it did. Because in my mind's eye, my ball, your ball, went flying forward with just this great arc. And how did it feel? It felt good, right? And so um, today, with those same hands that held that red rubber ball in front of you, I want to invite you to put them over your heart and just receive this blessing from me. May you find so many ways to be thankful in your life. May your mind just be searching, looking all over the place for things to be thankful for. And as you see them, you, you would say those magic words, thank you, over and over again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Being thankful for the divine source of all goodness that comes into this life, 
being thankful for the people around you, thankful for even the, the smallest things. And may that thankfulness create this portal that would open up a world of playfulness in your mind's eye, that you would have more freedom, more wonder, more awe in everything that you do, from even the smallest things of taking a shower to washing the dishes to taking the kids to school to getting them ready to packing lunches to uh, taking them to the pool, whatever it might be, that there might be this sense of wonder and awe and playfulness, not without responsibility, but integrated into work. And may you remember the words of James Michener as he says, the master in the art of living makes little distinction between her work and her play, her labor and her leisure, her mind and her body, her information and her recreation her love, and her religion. She hardly knows which is which. She simply pursues her vision of excellence and love and joy and peace and beauty at whatever she does, leaving others to decide whether she is working or playing. To her, she's always doing both. May these words, may these words of thankfulness and gratefulness and playfulness just echo in your mind and your heart this week. Go in God's grace. Amen. Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor, share it with a friend, take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity.